forgot this song, didn't you? I did, yeah. co-host, the CEO, and the only person that is the atheist that is a religion. <laughs> it is Kieran. Uh, How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm good, and I'd just like you to just continue admiring the CEO <laughs> position, you know? How wonderful your supreme leader, i.e. me. Absolutely, um, absolutely. Well, this, look, this is a very special episode. Before, and I know it is a special episode, is but I want to make an announcement. Okay. 10, over 10,000 listens. 10,000 downloads. That's what it is, buddy boy. That's been people... Uh, more Sorry, pe- over 10,000 downloads. <laughs> That's right. Of the We Only Do One Take podcast. Amazing, amazing. Before our 100th episode. I know. You, this is very exciting. Very, very exciting. Uh, so Very yeah. exciting sort of stuff. But to spe- not only is that the a special thing, I think we announced that before, so we've definitely got more than 10,000 now. But nonetheless... Very exciting episode. We had, we recorded an episode about two weeks ago. Yeah. With a guest. Mm-hmm. Now, this guest I found online because mm-hmm. he um, he'd just written a book mm-hmm. and he uh, his agent yes. was looking for podcasts for him to come on. How he has an agent, I don't know. I don't know. And nonetheless, <laughs> nonetheless, I said, hey, how, what does he do? And he, he said, this guy named Rob, mm-hmm. he is a, uh, he does all these conspiracy theories and his latest thing, like he's been talking about uh, like the, the banking system and then he talks about 9-11, he, th- he talks about, um, he's very, he's and quite a religious man, he's been talking about COVID at 19, all this sort of stuff uh, he's been talking about. And I'm like, you know And what? we're open-minded here and we like to hear different perspectives. And I'm like, great. Yeah. You know, we had a guy uh, who wore diapers on the show and it was a huge success. Absolutely. And I thought to myself... One of our most listened to... Absolutely. ...episodes as well. Absolutely. And one of my, actually one of my favourite interviews yeah. that we've done. Yeah. You know, we've had lots of great guests in and on, and on the phone and stuff. And that's easily one of my favourite. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Uh, and I thought, hey, you know what? Let's let's give this guy a go. Let's listen to him. Let's talk conspiracy theories. I love a good conspiracy theory, but I, I like to understand how people tick. And mm-hmm. it's the same for you, Kieran. Mm-hmm. We like to know. It's not about what you believe. It's how you became to believing that to believing what you believe. Yeah, you know that's what really makes it interesting. And that's what we did with the the um, the adult diaper guy. We talked to him how he got to the way he is. And once he explained it, it became the most normal thing I've mm. ever heard in my life. Oh, yeah. And I thought, how good are this And be? so normal that you... Do you wear diapers now? You wear diapers Oh, at least on a good Thursday night. Uh, good, yeah, good Thursday <laughs> night. When, you when the episode comes out, you know that I'm wearing <laughs> diapers. You know? Especially when I'm editing the show. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we thought, Rob Rosali. Hmm. We found him, we got him, we got him on the show, and we interviewed him. 
and the interview went for about an hour. And now we are going to release it hmm. in in conjunction with this episode here. So I don't know which will be numbered the which one, but these will be in tandem. But the important thing is that we did the whole interview. It was about an hour. And after all that, we had to sit back and edit it and listen to it. And we both, Kieran and I, decided... I, I walked away from that that interview, right? Just full disclosure. Yeah. And I said to you, I'm not sure if we can release it. Mm. I said... That's I, very true. I said, I, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah. Uh, I need some time away from it. Because... Um, I was conflicted. Yes. I was I was I was conflicted. And part of me goes, do I want to release this to the public? Mm. Uh because I think he's a fanatic. Yes. Yeah. He was far more insane yeah. than I ever could have imagined. And I'd done research uh, sort of listened to some of the stuff and some yeah. of the stuff he was saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was far more insane far more insane than I could have imagined he would mm. be. And we did discuss, like, what we should we do? Should we even release it? And uh, we were both up in arms about it. But we thought, you know what we haven't done in a long time? A clip show. We haven't released... <laughs> we haven't released an episode of us reviewing ourselves. Yeah. So we thought, how, how about we review our interview with this guy mm. and say all the things that we wanted to say to him and about the topics he was talking about now I'll even now. put this. I'll even put this out, right? Yeah. Because when we were interviewing, he was speaking. He w- would throw so much out that I actually had difficulty. Yeah. Comprehending what he was saying. Not, not only and, that, and I'm, trying to go. Hang on, I disagree with this. Yeah. But now you've moved on to something else. He, yeah. So what? And, and I, you've switched. And if it's in a form of writing. Yeah. You can slow down. I can slow down and think yeah. about it. And I couldn't do that. No. And that was one of the things that actually frustrated me with this. Oh yeah. With this interview. And but we're about to critique the fuck out of it. Absolutely. So I remember just going back to that, like talking about him being. He would speak for like three to four to five minutes at a time without even breathing yeah. or even stopping for a breath. This is like a big slab of text, you know, with almost no punctuation whatsoever. And he would not give us like even a a second to jump in or if we you know we're all we're all doing this over the skype as well mm. so there's that little bit of a delay so if we do butt in and you'll hear it when when the episode comes out um we do try to butt in with questions and queries and we both try to take it back to points we heard earlier on in these three or four to five minute uh, i'm going to call them rambles mm-hmm. at uh, most of the time but we thought we'd break we'd bring it in we'd redo it uh, who are these podcast style and I'm going to give him the opportunity because yeah. we're about to critique him. If he wants to rebut, absolutely, he can rebut, and we'll put it up. Yeah, absolutely. We'll as long as it's under ten minutes. Yeah, I'm going to make him be concise. Yes, and I think each that, rebuttal point I is think, a one minute. I think, a one minute. I think that was the most difficult part about this episode. That nothing of what he said, even when he was asked very direct questions, was he concise. Mm. Now, Kieran, I have a clip. And I'm sure I mean, you might have one too, but I have a clip that I've put together. Right. That sums up the show for me. Okay. So this is the, the clip. This is a summary of the show. Let me just say this. Let me just, let me just conclude with yeah, this, yeah. all right? Um, what I'm saying is, let, let me just say this. Let me just, just so, but I said, I said, uh, I said, just answer me one question. I said, you know, in which I just said in, in 
So in other words, but let me let me just say this. Well, look, ultimately, like I said, this is this is no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying so. And then and, 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 and backtrack. Well, that's to answer your question. Number again, you're not, you know, again. Well, then just well, let me ask you a question. I mean, well, let me just say this. You know, um, you know, to answer your question again, it's it's a okay. So again, so but again, remember what I said before. I mean, you you have to ultimately, and there it is. Now let, let me just say this, but. The point is, is that you ultimately, you, 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 you know, they're going to say, well, well, they're, they're going to have, they're going to have the same, they're going to, you know, so anyway, just... you know, you know <laughs> said, <laughs> well, we're going to, you know, again, and, 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 and so we, let me just conclude let the man this, okay? I'm just trying to think of and said they conclu- again, it's, it's not, it's not, a, it's not a, it's again, it's not something you don't have to, again, in other words, you don't have to worry. Let me, let me, let me, let me say it in a different So if he took that out, <laughs> that out of the, the whoa. <laughs> We okay, so this episode was 60 minutes long. <laughs> it was, and with all his talking and all this, and we, including our talking, that was a whole minute I was able to take out. I'm sure I didn't take out all of those little flubs he had. That that felt like fucking torture. That was uh, 10 minutes there. That was amazing. Anyway, so Kieran... I've got a, I've got a clip, because before before we get into talking to him, yeah. you fanboy over him. Well, you're, in, you're in love. True. And this is the clip that I've got. Please. For me, you are my uh, conspiracy theory idol because you have so many... Uh, <laughs> and then I call the second part Turch's preparation. Yeah. Um, you have ooh, this breadth of knowledge when it comes to... Um, um, <laughs> you know what I was doing? I remember what I was doing. You said you couldn't hear yourself. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> and I was trying to talk to him while fixing your... <laughs> I was unprepared. That could have been probably edited out, so I thought I'd bring that back in. Oh, I don't know. I think I've left that. I think I've just left the whole interview because I thought to myself I could edit it with little bits here and there for both our sakes. But no, let's give everyone when I release it, let's give it 100% raw. Yeah. Because I think that's a better representation of both us yeah. as interviewers and him as an interviewee. But I definitely was trying to fix your headphones. <laughs> I'm really listening to going, what the fuck is yeah. going on? Church is no, not normally like this. Yeah, I think I was trying to like have him on the screen with the audio and then you were just like, can't hear. I can't hear. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'm trying to do all the twisty that, notes. That rings a bell. That, that sounds- rings a bell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Kieran, the f- I, I think we'll just go in order. Yeah. Of, uh, that's how I've sort of taken clips from this show. Uh, one of the things he starts with is his salvation plan. Mm-hmm. And... This is my clip number one. Let me just... Uh, he And this is what he does. So he, This is him summarizing... Because he wrote a book mm. about God's salvation plan for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so we thought, you know, let him explain. And which God is he referring to? The Christian God. The Christian God, right. That's it. You know, the people... At the end of the show, the most important thing, and I mean this, is, is God's simple salvation plan, which is, uh, you know, we have to get to this two-paragraph introduction that's on the top of the website, and I put it there for a reason. It's about eight or ten pages, and, and probably the most important eight or ten pages many people listening to this are ever going to read. I, I mean that literally. So, his salvation plan that's two paragraphs is actually yeah ten to uh, eight, eight to, to ten, ten pages. pages. He doesn't know. That's what the hard bit for me. I really said the guy. And then he doesn't tell us what the salvation plan is. Yeah, so is. this is my clip yeah. number two. This is his salvation plan. Well, basically, you know, as far as biblical Christianity, if you go back, I mean, people have made the mistake that. 
you know, there has to be all kinds of works, and and and, and Christianity is not a works uh, religion in, in terms of, uh, you know, say the Catholic Church, you have to go to confession, the sacraments, you got to ask Wednesday, you got to get an ash, you know, and all this sort of thing. It's just it's just nonsense. It's just biblically not accurate. Um, and I, look, I don't want to go and turn this into a Catholic Church bashing session. That's not my intent. There's been many good people over the centuries from the Catholic Church, missionaries, this kind of thing. Um, but I have very little regard and respect for the uh, the hierarchy of the Catholic Church, let's just say, both in Rome, the Vatican, the hypocrites uh, in Rome, and, 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 and any framework here in this nation. But Okay, so he hasn't talked about the salvation plan, really. No. He, what, he, what it is. And then he's gone on to, to bashing... The Catholic Church. The Catholic Church. Yeah. I, I didn't... Under, like, in his words, those are what his two ten pages are about. Mm. So basically, he just says, what the Catholic Church is... What I understand. And I even read his eight pages. Yeah. It was actually ten pages. I don't know. I can't even remember. <laughs> but it's basically saying... And he brings it up many times. And mm. we'll talk about it later. But he's just saying, Christianity, according to the scripture itself, all you have to do to go to heaven is believe in God. See, summed up perfectly. Well done, Church. Nothing else. <laughs> you don't need... And, and all the Christian stuff, like all the baptism, the sacraments, going to church, all this sort of stuff, is in addition to just believing. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why he couldn't say that. And if I'm mischaracterizing it, Rob... Sum it up in a sentence. Yeah. If you can't sum it up in a sentence, it's not worth telling people. <laughs> I, I've, I've been marking today. Yeah. Marking. And, I, like, I have been going, highlighting text and saying, this is too complicated. Mm. You know, you, 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 don't, you don't actually understand because you're talking in a complicated language. Yeah. This could be done in three or four sentences. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Pretend you're on the news. Yeah. And you've got... A marketing pitch 30 you got seconds 30 seconds what is it yeah elevator pitch i think yeah. they call them yeah so if you got which is cl- really which is really hard it's it is really hard. hard to reduce absolutely you know i wish we could get this podcast down to 30 seconds but we just can't we, no, i know <laughs> kieran have you got a clip for us uh, all right, right, right here's the first one that sort of my ears pricked creator of the universe um is at the controls of this whole thing <laughs> this whole mess so, <laughs> this is something where we started talking about the creator of the universe. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I.e. probably being God. Um, but then went on to talk about the mess. And I didn't pick it up then because he'd moved on to something else. And I was like, when I was listening to that, I'm like, what mess? What mess are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't even pick that up when I, I listened to it a couple of times. Yeah, I'm going, but... So, I actually stopped and was like, but what, what mess? Like, how can you say the creator of the universe created a, a mess? And it's got a. I was just like, what? I wish there's I could go a, back and ask There's a song by Bette Midler. I mm-hmm. know it's going to sound weird, but Bette Midler. It's called. Um, oh, I can't remember, but. Uh, uh, from a, it's called From a Distance. Mm. And the whole song is like, God is so great, but he doesn't see everyone's. Like, all the bad things that happen. And the catch of the song, it's not even a comedy song, it's a real, like, proper, like, Christian y sort mm. of song by uh, Bette Midler sings. And the whole thing is that God doesn't see all the bad things that are happening because he's too far away from Earth to see the individual. He can only see the Earth on a whole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like that's what he's sort of describing here. He's just like, oh, look, there is a mess, but God, he can't really see it. <laughs> yeah. And he's sort of away from it. Um, 
more than more than anything else, which I don't under yeah, which which is very sad to hear, because then he talks about how all you need is faith. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I we've we've got a number of clips to go through. Yeah, exactly right. Have you got another one? Do you want to go to the next one? All right. So the, <laughs> this is the next one. Okay. Obviously, not criticizing the Virgin Mary who gave birth to our Savior at all, but she in fact was a human. <laughs> yeah. So uh, just pointing it out that uh, uh, Virgin Mary is a human. Yeah. Obviously, not criticizing the Virgin Mary who gave birth to our Savior at all, but she in fact was a human. <laughs> Sorry, I just... That's true. I got more from that. Um, no, that, that one, and once again, I, I was actually disappointed in myself because I'm very quick, generally, when someone talks about Mary or the Virgin Mary. Yeah. My next follow-up question is generally, hang on a second, if she gave birth to Jesus, how do, how do you get to him being uh, God's son? What? So even okay. e- so, there's two things because even if I'm like I'm just I think it's yeah. impossible that someone can be a virgin and yeah, yeah, yeah. give birth. Yeah, let's give them that. Okay, let's just say I'm gonna not even let's not even go down that that rabbit hole. How does that get to the proof that you need that it's actually God's son? Couldn't it just be a human, another human? Well, you know, it could just also be artificial insemination. Yeah, I mean, you know, get the turkey based. Someone, up there. someone could have just jacked off on a rock. <laughs> you know, Mary sat down. <laughs> you know, yeah, they no, could also catch chlamydia. No, I'm pretty sure. I'd... You know, they probably didn't have panties back then, right? <laughs> you know, up it, up it goes. She sort of gets oh. a bit of a scratch. You know, amazing, and then it goes in. Well, and she... then boom. He he said a lot of things. About I'm going to offend a lot of people with that that's statement. Fine, aren't that's I? fine. That's mm. fine. I'll I'll be the voice of reason. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said a lot of things about Mary. Mm. And one thing from my Catholic upbringing yeah. is that, and he brings it up as well, that the story of Mary and and the birth of Jesus is very similar to other religions. And this is the clip. Obviously, not criticizing the Virgin Mary who gave birth to our Savior at all, but she in fact was a human. Uh, and she's not to be venerated. I'm not again. I'm not. I'm not criticizing her. But the, you know, and basically what what Mary is. Um, and you see the picture of Mary. You know, with the little Christ child sitting on her lap. I mean, that's just nothing but a repackaged ISIS or the horror of Babylon from going all the way back to ancient Egypt or the or the, or the Diana. Okay, um, and I believe the Romans. Uh, I think the Romans call her Diana. I believe the Greeks call her Artemis. You know, and there's all other female deities, but Mother Earth or Gaia. If you want to get into the environmental movement. And, okay. I have so many issues with this because Mary is none of them. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, let me go through the gods because he said a few there. The first one he talked about was Isis. Sorry, can I just play this? Because this is what I picked up. Okay. And basically what what Mary is, um, and you see the picture of Mary, you know, with the little Christ child sitting on her lap. I mean, that's just nothing but a repackaged Isis. Did he say Isis? Yeah, Isis. So I'm going to talk about it. As in Isis. Okay, so in... In Egyptian gods, yeah. Isis is a god and Osiris is her husband. Okay, because I'm thinking, you know, the terrorist group Isis. I know, I know, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> subtly different, subtly different. So, Isis mm-hmm. is... So, he's saying that... He said very early on in that section, Mary is a human. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't want to criticise her. That's, okay. that's but, fine. What, but what, what is he supposed to be criticising? Well, that's fine. He's just comparing them to other God, uh, okay. other 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 stories. Yeah. 
He compares it to Isis. Now, the issue with the comparing Mary to Isis is that Isis is actually a god. <laughs> she mm-hmm. is the god mm-hmm. of healing, protection, and magic. And she could even cast... And I, I don't know if you know anything about uh, ancient Egyptian gods, mm. but Ra is the sun god. Mm-hmm. And she was so powerful as a god, she could even cast spells on the sun god, who right. was the big guy. Yeah, She had... Um, she brought Osiris, her husband, back to life. And that's the whole thing where he, she makes a golden penis and this and that. And she, he also states that Isis was the whore of Babylon. And if you even go a quick Wikipedia about mm-hmm. what the whore of Babylon is, mm-hmm. Isis is not <laughs> even not, close yeah. to being what that can, is. Can I do something that might blow your mind here? What? Okay. A bit of an assumption, so I'll put that out, mm-hmm. but... You know, this is retrospective, but I'll just, just I'll put that on pause for a moment. Mm-hmm. I think I, I feel like I'm talking like him now. You know, yeah, where yeah, I'm just yeah. not talking about anything. Right? No, I'm going to blow your mind. Every ten years, the IQ test, the proper, legitimate, mm. cognitive tests, have to be renormed. Yeah. Right, because on average, humans' IQ go up one point every year. Yeah, that makes sense. So every ten years, they've got to renorm it, and we want a hundred to be the middle. Yeah. So we want 50% of the population to be above 100 and 50% below, below 100. Yeah, bell right. curve sort of thing. Bell curve, yeah. Which basically means uh, someone, like our grandparents, if they were back in our age, with what they know, would be at the borderline of intellectual disability. Amazing. If they were 100 back. If they then. were back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, does that make sense? So... So they think humans are just, we're getting faster and, and it's probably due to technology yeah. and... Bunch and of factors. Bunch yeah. of factors, Better right? food, yeah, more bet- consistent education. Yeah, we're able to multitask more because technology and we're able to shift our attention, yada, 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 right? So if you go back 2,000 years, mm. there weren't, based on our intelligence going up mm. one IQ point a, a, a year, so let's pretend that's just being consistent... They weren't very smart back then. I would then. say not. Yeah. So let me, And the, so they come up with stories. Exactly right. And going on from that, another one he says is Artemis. Yeah. Which is the Greek one. Now, Artemis and Mary are also nothing alike. Yeah. Artemis was a god. Yeah. Uh, and is the daughter of Zeus. I'm Mary, glad you're breaking this down for me. <laughs> Mary, Mary is not the daughter of God. Because yeah. otherwise that would be incest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and she... And and she, mm-hmm. Artemis, is the twin sister of Apollo, who okay. is god of uh, war from memory. I might have to double check. Uh, Artemis is a god mm. who had two children. <laughs> okay. Not like Mary, who had one. one. Yeah. But she had sex with another god mm-hmm. to have good children. On. Good on her. Well so, done. nothing of what he said. Yeah. <laughs> it's even close to being correct. Yeah. Yeah, I think this I is the titled, kind of research I, I, I looked into. I titled this into my notes saying Kieran fell asleep here because he mm. couldn't follow what was going on. But you know what he did talk <laughs> about next? He talked about. I think this is where we're going to spend a lot of time. Hang on a second. This is called because you've talked about that, right? <laughs> and then you say something on the podcast, and I've titled this clip "Kieran fell asleep." Yep. What's going on with that? But anyway, oh, but the simplicity um, of moving from one religion to another when you've got a whole culture changing—the uh, it's very difficult to do that without having some sort of uh, continuation or understanding. And I think the copying of a story uh, doesn't mean you know 
you know, it's, it's just a copying of a story in the sense of going, okay, this is familiar with people. I mean, we look at superheroes in the same way with movies and stuff like that, where they're copying almost the same story, gets powers, saves the world. I mean, you, you know, if you're talking about just copying a story for the sake of a religious artifact, which may or may not be real, um, I think that's a, you know, that's just one way of looking at it, I guess. You know, yeah, that's the way I've always looked at it. And that's coming from a guy that did 12 years of Catholic school. I had no fucking idea what was going yeah, on. Yeah, I got a bit lost there, but I think <laughs> I was re- I was channeling Rob a little bit yeah. more there. Um, but we moved on from that, which is good. Yeah, because we needed to get away from him not making any sense about religion. Mm. Well, Mary, anyway. Mm. And we talked about your favorite topic. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let me just play. And what what he says, and and look, look, you know when you are something like I know that my family is Italian, so I have yeah. Italian heritage, and I had to know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. Now, Kieran, you're an atheist, mm-hmm. and you know how to describe atheism. Mm-hmm. But Rob is actually he's not an atheist. He's a theist. He's a theist. Yeah. But he knows what atheism is. Yeah. Darwinism. There's no such thing as atheism. Okay, let's just <laughs> let's just cut the crap right now. You might say you don't believe in God. I'm an atheist. No, it doesn't it doesn't work like that. We're living in a fishbowl, okay? All this and everybody, okay? And, and, you know, by you saying, if somebody's saying they're an atheist, no. All she've done is you made the assumption that God does not exist. That's exactly! <laughs> that is exactly what atheism I, is. And I'll talk about atheism okay. in a second. But I wanted to... Um... No, 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 but Kieran, Kieran, you are religious. Which is, in fact, a religion. So you are, a, you know, whether you want to hear it or not, you are religious. You are as religious okay. as I am. I'm going to rewind because there's some something I'm okay. going to clip before that. Uh, let's see if it's my clip. Christ Six. was sacrificed. That's it. That's the... Oh, no. Wait. Yep. All right. So he's talking about... End of us having to work, quote, work for our salvation. Mm-hmm. Here, here. So... <laughs> All right. I was quite happy. So we didn't work. So he sort of... He'd finished his point there. We'd moved on. Yeah. And then we'd gone on to, to atheism, right? This is interesting. Because in Australia... See, I'm an atheist, right? Yeah. I, you know. Now he, I've said that, and his blood's boiling. I could, I've said it, I'm an atheist, yeah. right? His blood's All boiling. This now. God stuff. Don't. I never pay any attention, right? But in Australia, well, okay. it, and you notice how he tries to jump in. He does. He tries to jump in, but because of the internet or whatever, I was able to just keep going. Yeah. So let, let me just let me just keep play this again because I I'm I'm proud of this this clip. This is interesting because in Australia. See, I'm an atheist, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know, all this God stuff. Don't, I never pay any attention, right? But in Australia, right? And I think that's, I think that's really good. And then, and then he gets a little bit mad. I think people would agree it's the greatest nation in the history of the world. Okay, but what happened? Oh, I don't know about that. Australia, Australia does pretty well. trying to talk about America being the greatest nation. So, once again, I've annoyed him because I've yeah, said I'm an atheist. Yeah, yeah. Then he's talked about America being the greatest nation and we've both gone, oh, hang on a second. You know what? He Australia's says, pretty good. He says something later on. And then he comes into this full-blown right. atheist you attack. Know, he says something later on that it's the, it's the importance of the most educated people to educate the others and bring to bring the underprivileged yeah. or... To salvation. Yeah. 
And you just talked about... Which is I- just, I think, from what you said at the very start, is just have faith. Yeah, exactly. I will discuss that later. But if you're talking about IQ points, mm-hmm. America isn't the smartest nation according to the IQ score, is it? Well, no, the thing is, the thing is, America norms its IQ yeah. amongst the American population. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Australians... Can you compare we take We take the IQ test and we norm it amongst Australians. Yeah, yeah. You can, com- you can compare provided uh, uh, fancy, fancy stats. Yeah. Um, not to go slightly off topic, but the, 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 I, when I did my research and I was looking at uh, quality of life amongst adults with autism... I did, ran some fancy stats which said, yes, people with autism understand this questionnaire, but only we can actually only compare them on three questions compared to every every yeah, uh, yeah. people without without autism because the other four questions on the scale, people with autism interpret it in a different way. Mm. So similar sort of thing. But so I would y- say there is so some yes, sort of normalisation. So but yes, I would... you, you, you could, right? Yeah. But the researcher brain in me says... I would still want to see the actual... Do Americans or the culture have a different way or a different yeah. emphasis on... Because this is the thing, right? When you've got someone like you've got a Vietnamese culture or someone who doesn't speak English, mm. you can't compare them on half the bloody test is biased towards if you've learnt to read and write. Yeah. If you can't learn to read and write, then That's fair. half the bloody the test is going to well, be I was going to say that would be... Well, just going off stereotypes then, yeah. I would say the American culture is not the smartest mm-hmm. <laughs> compared to places in Europe, like yeah. okay. Switzerland yeah. or Germany, mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to intelligence. like you don't, Or the Japanese. Just take the standard education tests or whatever that they give all around the world. Yeah. Right, and America's ranked pretty low. There you go. Yeah. So, when it comes to that sort of thing, I would say America is not the best nation. Yeah. <laughs> and... We have better beaches. <laughs> we, do, we have fucking amazing beaches. Mm. Uh, anyway, so he, he talks about... Um, and I well, think, he talks about Darwinism. Oh, I just wanted to get... Oh, yeah, finished yeah. up on atheism. Oh, please. Because now I'm fired up. Because yeah. this was another missed opportunity. Because during the during the speech, I, I was just... I'm still trying to... Process. Process what the fuck he's saying. Um, well, there's two points here, right? He's a theist. He has his has his belief. Yeah. Right. I actually I actually hate the term atheist. Okay. I generally just prefer to be Kieran. Yeah. Right. But, but then it's just it's just but look. But then the, it's a it's a term it's a term because a to be a something means you, you it's, it's different. Like there's like a you take the coronavirus. There's a typical coronavirus, which means you've got the virus, but you don't show any symptoms. That's what the a means in front well, of it, just, right? So it's just a, it, look. I think I think atheism is probably not the best word, but it's just a word like we need words to hmm. describe. Well, mo- there things. are people who are theists, and so the atheist says, "I don't take that position." Well, look, I think it's the same sort of wording hmm. as circumcision. If people say circumcised as if that's normal, hmm. or like that, you know, you come out into the world with a foreskin, right? Yeah. And realistically, you come into the world without a god, hmm. and then you get circumcised, or then you get a religion. Hmm. But we almost say that atheism or non-circumcised is the opposite. Yeah, 
And I feel like that's why see, the word I just has don't, a negative I don't take I don't take the position of... And that's that. a really weird comparison, but it's the only one I could really think of where yeah, that's fair enough. it's very visceral. I just don't take the position um, of going, there. there is a creator. I take the position of, let's ask the questions. For instance, hmm. how did the uni- how was the universe created? Or what? how did the universe come into existence? And try and collect data. And go backwards from that. Yeah, or and go, go forward from whatever you And go, well, this is what the data is saying. Yeah. So this is, what we would, that, this is what we would have to think. Yeah. Uh, w- that's, I guess that's, that's the difference. And there's nothing, there's nothing in the world that can convince me that there's a God. That's fair. And I just think it's a cop-out. I think it's a cop-out answer. That's, I mean, but that's the, posi- that's the position I take. The, the only way I feel like for yourself that you would say there definitely is a god is if you saw it but even i don't know yeah even then i would be going oh it would oh, yeah. could it have been could i have been drunk could i have been on <laughs> drugs um anyway so it's just a very it's a very interesting well look he describes atheism to yeah. me to us yeah if you're a pure atheist and you don't believe in any creator that's right then you then you have to believe that an entire universe can just pop into existence at random. I mean, that room you're sitting in, you have to, you you cannot deny that it's possible. I'm not saying likely, it's possible that an entire universe can just pop up right right in front of your microphone right now. And that that's pure. You say that that's ridiculous. That's nonsense. But that's quote atheism, isn't it? So that okay. So he just says that a, if atheism is real, hmm. we have to believe that a mic in front of my microphone right now, a whole universe could be. Just pop out of nowhere. Hmm. And this is when he loses any credibility with me. When he says this. I ask him something. Mm -hmm. You're saying that atheism, like, you have to sort of say that, yep, a a whole universe can pop up in front of our microphones here. Couldn't you say that about what God can do as well? He can just go, that's a new universe in front of the microphone as well. Isn't that the same, very comparable sort of ideologue in that regard? Yes. Okay, so, <laughs> Rob, what's the difference between the two beliefs? One is one that can pop out of nowhere to a god who we can't see or can't feel or physically monitor in any sort of way can pop up the same sort of thing. The difference is that you believe in something that is a purely spiritual yeah, it's, it's faith. faith. It's faith. It's the faith. Exactly right. And, that's, and it's a very... Um, well, yeah, it's a very... Uh, for me, he lost all credibility, even with his knowledge and understanding but of religion. Is, but the thing is, he's saying, as an atheist, you have to believe this. And I'm like, no, I don't. No. Uh, as as me, I would go, Again, he would... how... Because how, this is... I mean, this is the thing with, with science. Um, and for those that, you know, go through sort of scientific training, is you ask the questions. And you actually have to be very comfortable not knowing the answers mm. and the thing is i could ask a i could ask a research question yeah. i could try and i could have instruments and data and i can try and collect that information and i can try and do the best job possible to make sure that it's valid so i'm measuring you know what i say i'm measuring right and that it's also generalizable and that that you know we can confer from these results but i also have to be comfortable at the same time that I could do all this, but still, still not answer my research question because I don't have the instruments at the yeah. moment. I don't have the 
you know, if you go back, I think you go back in history, we were, re- we were stargazers. Yeah. Well, it has to be replicatable. Like, someone else should yeah. be able to get your methodology. And even if the results are negative, they should be able to recreate those negative results. They should. And if there's discrepancies, then you've got to figure out why... Why they've happened. Why, yeah. they're, why they've happened, which could be human bias. It could Anything. be... It, it could Writing be, down a number wrong. It could, it could be, be a whole bunch of... Everything. A range of factors. Yeah. But you go back to this, you know, back in history, we started off as stargazers. Yeah. And so the information that we had was based off we observed the stars and we observed the things. And then you come to, well, this is what the data says, so this is the conclusion I'm going to infer. Then all of a sudden, these people didn't know, but then all of a sudden, telescopes are invented. Mm. Oh, I can actually get better, new data, better, different yeah, data, b- better data, be- more accurate data, oh, more reliable so data. So now I can make, I've got, I can from this data, I now make different, yeah, causations and and I infer different things. And I, I, I guess this is something that the community might be frustrated with, but I guess a scientist's job is to prove themselves wrong. Ten years later, you want to be able to actually say, no, this was wrong. I've got new data. Yeah. We're now moved here. And people can actually get frustrated because they're like, oh, how come they've changed? Mm. It's and- not accounting. Like accounting, like no. once you get it done, it's that's it. Like, you know, it's, it's as is. Like, you know, one plus one in accounting is always going to equal two. Yeah. You know? Or like, you know, if you have... It, it, but science, yeah, it's ever developing because of the natural environment that surrounds and surrounds yeah. it continuously changes. That's and right. the way we monitor things is always going to change. So science is never... Um, never perfect. And it's never going it, to... It's actually, when you read scientific journals, they never use the word prove. No. Because it's they know that there's a fallibility to yeah. it. Only the mathematics has proofs. Yeah. And it, and what they say is it's, clo- it's generally closer approximations to the truth. But you know what, Kieran? Mm. Scientists aren't scientists. I guess where do you... They're, not, they're not scientists. They're, again, they're, you know, they may not have 200 IQs and they might know physics and... But ultimately, they're not scientists. They, they're 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 violating the most fundamental laws of science to come up with a theory that's not provable. Now, of course, the, the response would be, "Well, you can't prove God." And it's like, "Well, you know what, guys, you're right. You, but you can't prove that there were some magical laws that, that started the universe either." So, like I was telling you before, what evolution really is—it's not science. It's the assumption that. The universe was not created; that there is no God. All right, I'm gonna take it back. I'm yeah, gonna take please. it back. I'm gonna take it. Back. I know I'm jumping around, but I will keep trying to keep the you know, show moving as well. Charles Darwin started to creep in, and you know, slowly but surely, and by the next century, along with the Federal Reserve System. But now we're kind of touching on my second book. Okay, so this is something I've noticed. So he's he's talking about Charles Darwin. Let me go back. <laughs> but then he brings in this Financial Reserve. So this is where I'm like. Two things. That's two very distinctly two different items. Items, right? So you, know, you had the Charles Darwin started to creep in, yeah, and, you okay. know, slowly but surely, and by the next century, along with the Federal Reserve System. But now so now I'm thinking about the Federal Reserve, yeah. The American genocidal complex. American anyway, genocidal complex. Eat away at that Christian foundation. Christian and, foundation. And, you know, okay. The Darwinists moved in, and, and all this sort of thing, and then that that just it just that's really. That's four massively different topics in, in the same In sense. 21 seconds. So he's talking about Charles Darwin. See, this is what I noticed about Rob. So we're talking about Charles Darwin and how it's sort of creeping into the institutions. Yeah. But then he throws four things. Yeah. And then he goes, Then he, at the end, he goes back to, to talking about Charles Darwin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is where I actually struggled because I actually wanted to pick up with the Charles Darwin creeping in because I'm like, because I, once again, in my reflection, it's going, yeah, Charles Darwin observed the world. Yeah. He wrote that information down. That became a bedrock for uh, 
for, for evolution. everyone's research on top of yeah, that. He then talked about ideas of what might be able to occur, but he didn't have the technology at the time. time. Or the uh, the scope of the breadth of yeah. research. Yeah. He said, this is my theory. I've got this much evidence. It proves this much. Yeah. And people have gone, you know what? I've seen that, but I've also got this now, and they've added to it. Yeah. And this story of evolution with, you know, natural selection and and uh, you know, what was it called um you know i, th- I think they're inter- not interchangeable but they're sort of interlinked mm. uh, and i'm not quite sure with the whole thing but uh i know that much that's what sort of keeps feeding this this development and growth and obviously finding fossils mm-hmm. being able to carbon date things being able to see developments over time that's how we come to not the conclusion Hmm. But the best assumption for what we have as a a development of which humans which, which animals. evolution bring brought in biology, yeah. And thanks to biology, we've got vaccines and we've got of we've got medicine and, and all that kind of stuff. So he's saying it 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 creeps in. Well, so it should it should be in because at that point it was the the new knowledge, and it's been it's been built upon. People, one of the things in psychology, right, people think we still teach Freud. No, you don't. Right. Freud covers a very small component, which yeah, says... Fuck he, you, you want to his... fuck your mum? Pretty much. <laughs> 30 seconds. That's right. Well done. You know, here's the historical context. Here's a person who asks questions. Mm. This is the data he had. These are the things that he, the conclusions that he's made. And then this is what's been built on. Yeah. That's, that's it. Yeah. That's... It's covered in 20 minutes. Yeah. It's the first lecture to get it out. Yeah. Open. And then we move on to other things. Well, he does talk about Darwinism. Oh, yeah. He does talk about that. And, um, uh, you know, he does talk about Darwinism. I'm just trying to find in my notes here for the clip here. But I don't know. Okay. This is what he says. So about Darwinism, um, you know, it, it, it is the biggest seeing of scientific scam in the history of the world. Um, and, you know, and people say, oh, you know, you're, you're, a, you know, I'm one of those rubes. I'm one of those, you know, in the United States, we call them rednecks or red staters or, you know, fly over country. You know, you're one of those rubes. Pause it for a second. Pause it. And this is another clever thing he does. Mm. So Darwin, he sets it up. Darwinism is the biggest scam. All right. Yeah. Now I want to know. Interesting. Why, okay. In- interesting. Yeah. Why is it a scam? Now he's saying, oh, I've now been personally attacked. Yeah. I've been caught. That's but not, we have. That's, we not, have, that's not an argument. No, for, we haven't done anything. You're no. starting it. Yeah. Now you've said you're an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> that's all I was thinking. I'm like, you've just called yourself a fucking idiot. Yeah. Why have you done that to yourself? You're already on the back foot because you've brought this up in but, this way, and now you've called yourself someone who people think is an idiot. You're now you're a double idiot. You don't go in. You just go. Oh, some people think Darwinism is a scam. This is why I think it is. Hmm. And you, everyone would be able to go, hey, I see your point of view. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. Yeah. Not, I'd have actually have, and this is one of the things, I'd have a lot more respect for Rob if I actually heard these these reasons. Yes, he doesn't give us any reasons. Yeah. You know you know what he does do? He, uh, uh, he One thing he says is that he doesn't like to call people names. Hmm. And this is what he does. All the evolutionists have, like Dawkins and, and Hitchens and all these kinds of people, and hope Hitchens enjoy his life because he's got plenty of time to think about it where he is right now. But anyway, um, 
is all they can do is insult creationists and, 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 and call names. And... Okay. So he says now, that... I'm a big fan of Christopher Hitchens Me too. and Richard Dawkins. And I've never heard them call people names. I, you know, I watch a couple of clips just yeah. to see what's going on, and they've had many a debate. Yeah, and I couldn't see that either. I've watched, I've watched a number of those, number of those clips. Now, Christopher Hitchens, and this is what I admired about Christopher Hitchens, because you could be um, a person who, let's say, you've been religious for sixty years of your life. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you've gone to a town hall and you've heard Christopher Hitchens speak. Yeah. Now, if you've spent doing something for 60 years of your life and you hear an alternate, alternate point of view, I'm not going to be... Ex- in psychology, we know we're not going to be able to change no. your position. That you've got new knowledge, you've been confronted, you need time to think on this. Very right? rarely. Very right, rarely, very rarely you, that you'll, that you'll yeah. change. Uh, it's so ingrained. And so people at these town halls would, would ask Christopher Hitchens a, a, a question and they could be potentially like, why, you know, why are you God-bashing? Yeah. Right. And he would actually be very respectful and answer that question and tell you why. However, if you were a smart ass, he so would rip you in your ass. If asshole. you came up and, and were at just, you know what? And he would distinguish that between, I think this person's genuine. Yeah. Right. And they're new, they're new to my position. So I'll treat them, I'll treat them with respect. But if you're a smart ass, he would, he didn't call them names, but he would just give like a, uh, you know what? I'm not going to entertain this idea because I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to get like clickbait. Yeah. No. And one thing he says in this whole thing that I picked up, he's like, I don't want to call uh, evolutionists and Darwin people names because that's all they do to us, but they're definitely going to hell. Hmm. And I'm like, wait a second. You're just as bad as what you're saying. You know, if you're saying, Oh, these people are going to hell because they believe in Christ, like believe in Darwinism. Hmm. Aren't you just as stupid? Uh, like you're calling them names in in a roundabout way, and he does it later on as well. Isn't the point? Oh, There's no devil running around in hell, you know, with a pitchfork and flames. It's just, it's just but anyway, but there is a hell though. But yeah, because he says, sorry, that was a different clip. But he says, oh, Hitchens is going to hell. But then he says later on, this is what he says about hell. There's no devil running around in There's hell, no you know, with a pitchfork and flames. It's just, it's just but anyway. But there is a hell, though. But <laughs> so there's no devil, but yeah. there definitely yeah. is a hell. Yeah, <laughs> you know. And, and and once again, where where is this hell? Yes. Yeah. I I I can't. I don't know how this. You know yeah. how this exists. Uh, I've got a clip titled "Figure Out What," and I can't even remember what it is. Let's just play it. I would highly suggest that people try to figure this out sooner rather than later because things are going to start rapidly devolving uh, as they already are. What? <laughs> figure out. There we go. That's why it's called figure out what. What is... I, and I once again didn't pick this up. What is rapidly devolving? I don't know and he never says... says what exactly is devolving. But you know what is evolving? What? Because of laboratories. Mm-hmm. Coronavirus. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, let's go back to Darwinism. Because you do tell us about. I've got scientific crap here. Darwinism is um is scientific crap. (laughs) I want that clip forever. Um, one of the things that he always says is Christianity is logical Mm -hmm. over Darwinism, this and that. And I'm like, okay then. And I I asked him this multiple times. You did. 
I, I want to point out that yeah. I, I didn't actually... Uh, I think maybe it was around the 40-minute mark. You sort of zoned out. I was like, you know what? I am done with this yeah, guy. Yeah, you were. I was... And I think I was giving you a look saying, like, I'm yeah. done. And I, I was actually trying to end the episode. You yeah. can hear that when you go through. But one of the things that he says, and I was trying to get to the point of, because uh, he talked about the Federal Reserve, and I had that in the back of my mm. mind. I thought to myself, okay, usually if someone is trying to pull a scam, mm. and he's called it a scam, the biggest incentive for scam most of the time is financial. It's mm. some sort of thing, or there's some sort of benefit in the, either financial or power or whatever it is. Yeah. And I asked him, let me just go to this room here. Benefit. But how do they go, yes, we're going to make money by saying that these things are true and religion is false? Well, if you're, if you're a university professor at a, quote, a liberal university, you have to teach evolution um, or you lose your job. I mean, if you're, you know, this, this, these days, I mean, for the last hundred years since the Scopes trial. So when, when he talked about who benefits mm. from um, te- uh, like Darwinism, mm. he's like, oh, just the college professors. I'm like, <laughs> no, that's, that is such a micro answer. Can, can I, and can I point out, right? Yeah. Because um, there's, th- there's theology classes where people teach theology. theology yeah, and then, so there's, then there's biology, which teach teaches biology. biology and, and there's, you know, p- and, and, and people that teach physics who... Teach, physics, yeah. you know. Physics, all right, so physics teachers or professors... If they teach... The, they're not fucking teaching, teaching theology, yeah. Yeah, or the, and psychology is not fucking touching... No. Um, actually, we've got a little bit, of, little bit in there called evolutionary psychology. Um... But once again, it's very minor. Yeah. I, I, I didn't understand his connection between you're a university lecturer and that, like, he, the way he was talking about it, so probably, that was the only reason why we have, yeah, like, Darwinism. One Maybe 1% is teaching evolution? But even if you're a theologist, yeah. like, you, you're not teaching, um, like... The big like like God yeah yeah God created everything, but you're understanding why people think about religions hmm. or, th- or how religion is developed. You're not I, I, his his answer of we only have these things so certain people can teach the wrong thing is like I, I can't even think of a of something that's I- equivalent. Hmm. Like you know, it's it, it was so stupid to me and he. As, and I asked him, why? what's the macroeconomic value? Like, you know, what? what's the bigger picture? And he kept going back to university lecturers. And I'm like, that's the stupidest answer you could ever have. Hmm. I, I didn't understand it. I really didn't. I really didn't. Yeah, you would expect you know, um, the financial gain or the financial... Or any net benefit other than... A very like someone's salary. All right, take coronavirus for instance. Someone could go, you know what? China caused it because China wants to sell more medications around the world. Yeah, they control eighty percent of the eighty percent of the medications, that makes, and they want to sell more medications. But you know what? That more than anything else, that's like okay. Well, that that kind of make, it's a very far fetched because yeah. they got sick themselves. Mm. But everyone else getting sick does the net profit outweigh one or the other. Yeah. And obviously, so if someone came on and said that, I would I would go still probably don't believe you, believe you. But, but at least thought out a little bit, uh, yeah. You know, but you know what he does? We do talk about the coronavirus on this show as well, mm-hmm. and um, 
this is this is what he says. The Chinese got the technology to make the coronavirus from somewhere. Okay, they didn't they didn't Google it. They didn't they didn't get it out of a comic book. Okay, they got it. Who was doing this kind of research for years is the United States. Okay, these, these kind of genetic research, and that's where the AIDS virus come came from. But if you want to, okay, <laughs> I cannot follow that train of thought. Play okay. it again. Okay, play one, it again. One more, because I could talk about because I listened to it like fifty times to get it right. The Chinese got the technology to make the coronavirus from somewhere. Pause. Okay, they didn't they didn't Google it. Okay, so the Chinese, so the Chinese scientists aren't smart enough to create the coronavirus. They had to get it from somewhere. It wasn't Google. Okay, all right. So, good. But where is... See, once again, where is that somewhere? Well, let's find out. Yeah. They didn't get it out of a comic book, okay? They didn't get it out of a comic book. <laughs> got it. Who was doing this kind of research for years is the United States. So, so the United States was doing this kind of research. This kind of genetic research, and that's where the AIDS virus come, came from. So, that's where the AIDS also came from. So, from that, <laughs> this little statement here, he said... The Chinese called up the USA and said, Hey guys, <laughs> I know you've been doing some crazy shits. We need one of them viruses for our lab. And the USA sent them a comic book. Sent them a comic book <laughs> full of the coronavirus for them to test. They weren't going to give up the AIDS so easily. Yeah. Even though they made that. I think he's Aspie. In a- <laughs> I think, I, I actually think Rob is, is Aspie. Do you know why? I can't just make that claim and not not say why. Please. Uh, a, he's got such fixated thoughts. Yeah. B, it's really hard for him to be coherent. Yes. Like, why the fuck are you talking about, you know, they're not going to get it from a comic book? Yeah. Like, I'm sorry, that does not belong... In that sentence. In that sentence at all. No. When you play that clip, he always starts sentences with... Um, uh, what was it? So, so what... So what, so what you're saying is, what you say, so, like that clip I played at the beginning, yeah. all those flubs, like blinging it in. And one of the things is when you, when we're doing like a diagnostic assessment is, you know, you're constantly, if I start hearing those phrases every time someone opens a sentence, I'm like, hang on a second. What's going on here? Generally in the general population, there's greater vari- variability. Yeah. And then you start poking and prodding and testing. Absolutely. Um, and, and trying to set up different things and, and how they answer. And the fact that he can't, he's just, his thoughts aren't, organized there's so people when they're trying to get their ideas together we might um and ah and yeah i think i said something like here in australia then i went off somewhere else but we sort of get it together yeah yeah, yeah. we bring it back we bring it or we have our co- uh, co-host bring it back help yeah, us or bring you, it back that's right or you have the co-host <laughs> that's right the co-host bring it back but it's oh well speaking of bringing it back i try to bring this back mm. because you just talk about how the age was made in the usa mm. let's go back because he said something that just sparked my interest you think both aids and the coronavirus were initially developed in the USA? No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying AIDS in all likelihood was the concept. (laughs) And again, you know, I'm talking about pure evil here. I'm talking about people that are above... I want to be very careful when they say it. Pure evil. Can we just go back there? And and see how he made the flip to... uh, Now, I I can't answer that, so I'm going to move into the pure evil. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like astrology. It's like astrology. It's almost like astrology when you know what uh, I'm going to make it more airy fairy to try and disguise this. Yeah, uh, it'll be more airy fairy, so more people go. I agree with like twenty percent of that, but that makes me think all oh, the rest of it might be true too. Yeah, you know. But you know what? I ask him 
So I think I think I ask him. But we talk about why do we make viruses? If that's the potential that that could happen, then why why are we developing? Why is humankind, you know, regardless of country, why is humankind developing these viruses to begin with? Oh, I don't know. I mean, what are we what are we really talking about? You know what I'm saying? So they're making know. them, but they're gonna, not I'm making gonna, them for. The... I personally don't know. I'm sure there is a good reason for it. I mean, we do this sort of stuff all. But what's the, time. the good reason? I don't There's know. No like I, I said I'm sure there is a good reason, but, but I don't personally know it. See, at least I'm honest. I just mm. go, I'm sure there is because we're doing it. Mm. Like you know, it's not just like one evil lab. Like you know, like yeah. Sorry, you just said like. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> there's got to be a reason why we're doing it. Mm. So I thought to myself, I'll research. Well, it. I know, I know, we store viruses. Well, We've got all the viruses in the world, and yeah. I know that they're stored. But we also saw all the seeds in the yeah. world, you know, and, and, and DNA in, of humans. And it's in case we need it to in create vaccines, yeah, exactly yada, right. yada, yada. So I thought to myself, who can I talk to hmm. in the best way? And my brother hmm. is a microbiologist, mm-hmm. and he's about to get his doctorate, and he actually helps... Oh, he's going to join the club. He's going to join the club. We'll have know? to have him on. Exactly. I'll we'll call it to. two doctors and a dickhead. <laughs> No, sorry, accurate. sorry. Two doctors and an account. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Both accurate. <laughs> Both funny. Oh, he's he's a doctor in waiting, right? Yeah. Um, but he works with developing uh, what's it called uh, bacteria mm. in which we can grow different strains of viruses mm-hmm. to create vaccines. Mm-hmm. Amazing stuff. Yeah. And he's developing new ways, especially funnily enough, for the common cold. Yeah. And he's been doing this for the last like year. Uh, at least two years, three years into his honours years and mm. stuff like that. So I asked him, I just, I sent him this question. Question for you. Lots of stuff is made in labs, including viruses. Basically what Rob was saying. Mm. Why do we do this? Mm. The best answer I can find is that we use this for creating cures for other viruses. Got any expertise? And then this is what he sends back. And my brother is just as much of a dickhead as I am, but mm-hmm. in a different way. So the question is inherently disingenuous. The viruses made in the lab are, in fact, either severely comprised forms that are used as part of whole-cell vaccines, which have fallen out of popularity due to public misunderstanding, or are, in fact, not viruses at all, and are actually model organisms like E. coli, which are being used as expression vectors for virus proteins so that it can be expressed and purified so that research into the structure and function can be done. This can either go into informal, uh, inform other experiments or find potential binding regions of the proteins for neutralization of protein function. Alternatively, I think some RNA viruses, retrovirus put sequenced into DNA, adenoviruses put into sequence as into the nucleus, are actually used as vectors for the delivery of gene therapies. This is done by taking advantage of what the virus already does, hijacking DNA, but by manipulating the inserted sequence into the functional copy of the gene to restore function to the protein of interest. I don't work with viruses, exactly, uh, and I, I, so I th- think the workflow differs somewhat, but I imagine that remains uh, the fundamentals remain the same. I hope that helps. See, so I have like, no fucking idea what he said, but at least he's... And I know a little bit about yeah, biology, yeah. a little bit. And I'm like, okay, so that's giving me more information to... Now I've got to go back and fucking look up what an RNA is. Yeah, yeah. And But, you know, it's like, okay, this is the logical process and yeah. he's used it and this is out of fashion, but this is in fashion. But then I asked, I, I respond, yeah. this is a perfect response. We, we had a guy on the podcast with the conspiracy theorist who said the coronavirus made by the USA and there was no reason to make viruses other than to, to, to kill people. 
Because he says that. Yeah. Remember, Robbie talks about how the vi- Nazis would have created the coronavirus if they could. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wouldn't that just kill them? He's mm-hmm. like, Maybe. yeah. <laughs> and then my brother responded, I think it would be very hard to get funding to make something that kills your consumers. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Because we have... Right, so we talk about... One of the one of the attacks at universities is oh, it's external funding. Yeah. So you're just getting the, the people are just getting the results that they want because it's external funding, right? And you sort of go, uh, oh, there has to be a little bit of that in there. Well, sometimes we just need external funding. Yeah. Like that's but universities and fucking professors and all that, they're not there to once again they don't make financial gain unless they cre- after the, create a startup. Yeah. Or a business off, yeah, off their university if they're, work. If they're on 100k a year, right. that if, even if they make the cure for cancer, they're on 100k a year. Yeah, well, professors are on a fucking in Australia 180k. Oh, there you go. Right. When you get the title professor, yeah. you've got a very comfortable job. Yeah. Right. None of them want to do anything. All the ones that I know don't want to do anything that... Because if they fucking manipulate things or they actually uh, do that... Uh, manipulate because of the ethics and all that they lose their job mm. a they professor loses does not want to lose a 180k job Neither. now they might they might also do some consulting or something like that but they have to be transparent and put that up front first yeah it's got to go to ethics it's got to be part of the when they publish it's got to be known otherwise they could lose their 180k job but it's the same as the accounting guys i mean they've come from maybe the private sector gone yeah. here 180k because they know all the experience but they still go oh yeah i work four days at the uni yeah and then uh, i get paid eight thousand dollars for the day to yeah. be a tax consultant hmm. or i do a tax talk and then you know yeah. i get paid five grand or whatever yeah, so, so, so but the thing is and when they when the findings get released because it also goes through peer review right so you know the scientists have to get published right that's part of their kpi yeah and so they've got to throw it out into the scientific world when you throw it out there you don't know the people who peer review your work mm. you don't get to pick them you don't no. get, i don't get to go hey Anthony, hey jimmy yeah have a read of this can you, i know you yeah you'll be right tick it off it won't go into a good paper it'll go to a shit one it's all good yeah you, you don't get to choose that like that doesn't that doesn't no. happen no uh, so then it comes back. Now, if the findings are against the people that gave the external funding, right, and which actually does happen, you get things like, okay, we'll delay this publication by six months because mm. I've still got to publish it because I've got a KPI. I've told my boss that I'm doing this work and I'm going to publish it, but we'll withhold it for six months, which will give you enough time to correct or you've got the findings. Yeah. You can now put in places. So when this is published in six months' time, you can do a press release... That says, you know... An addendum to what you've done. Yeah. 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 And now that's probably the shadiest thing that happens at a university mm. is them withholding the data for a little while because they've received external funding and it's going to make them look bad. Yeah. But that's just the way it is. It's that's, the way around. That, but that's... that's All right, I'm going to go back. Yeah, please. I've got two clips. Please. And we've sort of covered them, but I really want to pull them apart. Yeah. You can't... You can't say the universe existed forever because if you go to the second law of thermodynamics, um, you know, which is the law of entropy. Okay, you can't say the universe existed forever. Now, I thought that was very clever. I missed it, but I picked it up on the... Yeah, on yeah, the, yeah. You can't say the universe existed forever. We never forever. said it. No, 
And I'm pretty sure people don't say that. It's how did the universe come into existence? Yes. Some become lazy and say God, right? Yeah. But the universe. So this is a very this is very clever. What it is, you can't say the universe existed existed for forever. But now, I, but I, which, I, which, I almost bypassed that because I thought that's a stupid thing to say, simply because I've never heard someone say the universe has existed uh, forever. No, no. But then this allows him to bring up these points. Go. Okay. Okay. Uh, you know. Which basically basically says things decay. I mean, you put a banana, you know, you leave it on your counter for two weeks, it's going to decay. Your tree falls in the forest, it's going to decay. That's entropy. And that law applies to everything, okay, so to the universe. So if you say the, the universe existed forever, you can't say that because the universe would have um, existed or, or decayed itself out of existence. Okay, so do you see what he's done? He's, he's, got, he's, yeah, he's yeah. brought in, he's brought in uh, the decay theory. Mm. Things need to decay. And so... The universe isn't decaying, so you know the scientists. The scientists are wrong. The question is, how did the universe come into existence? However, you get there, and what's interesting, thanks to telescopes and, and NASA that have sent stuff into space and all that kind of stuff, uh, and Lawrence Professor Lawrence Krauss talks about this. The universe is actually accelerating. The information they have at the moment yeah. suggests that. It's not slowing down in expansion. It is actually... It's actually growing. It's actually accelerating. Yeah. But so we're I, not even like in the midpoint of this life cycle then. Because if we're getting bigger... Yeah. That means we can't be decaying. That, yeah. So that means we're not even halfway through the lifespan of oh, the universe. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know either, but you know, as, as a... a but I thought it was very clever how he set it up like uh, that, that initial... I like how he compared the universe to a banana. <laughs> <laughs> that was the thing I took away from that. Going, are you comparing the universe and the banana decaying? Because if that's the case, then then we could still be within this infinite universe. Because the size of a banana compared to what the size of the universe is, if you how much bigger is the universe compared to a banana? Like to the power of a billion, a trillion. Hmm. Well, how long does a banana last? <laughs> it takes. With the tree, and it finally dying, and you throwing it out, and it d- completely de- decomposing. A tree takes ten years to grow, and maybe the banana lasts three weeks after it's popped off a tree. But let's just say a year. Hmm. If you're timesing that by a trillion, you're now saying, and in t- in size and a time it lasts, hmm. that means the the universe is it can be up to a trillion years old. And I think we're only saying the universe is what fifteen. Fourteen. So we are literally two da- a day. Yeah. <laughs> Not even a day into the age of a banana, mm. which is means there's a seed in the ground. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're doing a bad comparison, I could do them too. <laughs> we do them all the time. <laughs> this is why it's a real shit show. Oh, that's right. You know, but you know what they had to do? He, he's way too smart. And the morons that you know think they're scientists and evolutionists, and I'm I'm talking about 200 IQ guys at Harvard, um, you know they, they had to come up with a new thing, and that, and that was this so-called Big Bang. And I, you know, and I said, all right, fine. I said, well, <laughs> great, because he's so smart, and he compared the universe to a banana. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 200 IQ guys at Harvard had to come up with a new model, and you know what they came up with just to to fight against Rob and his banana theory? What the Big Bang. <laughs> But you know what? He's pretty smart. He's not a physicist. He says it. Mm-hmm. But you know he 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 likes the most 
and Fish- understands more than anyone else. Fishbowls. More than physicists that spend their life to 200 IQ guys that made new models. Mm-hmm. He knows Newton better than them. You know, what about Newton's universal laws? I mean, Newton's laws apply in all the universe. They said, well, I said, if something blows up, I said, how did we, how did we end up with orbits and, and planets around the sun? I said, it's a fundamental high school physics question. I said, well, I don't want to get into the other crap with the fake fossils and the... <laughs> it says a lot in there. See, no, and this is the very clever thing. He poses a question, but then deflects. I don't he, want to get into the other crap. He poses crap, the a question and, he's and, not going to answer. Yeah. Yeah. But, okay. One of the things he says is that Newton's theories, mm. thermodynamics, how mm. there's energy, how can no energy become all this? Yeah. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to research it. So I went to YouTube and I found the first video. Yeah, fantastic. Good <laughs> and research. this is what I did. I'm Sean Carroll. I'm a theoretical physicist at the California Institute of Technology in Pasadena, California. And I think about how the laws of physics came to be, what they are, and how they make the universe that we live in. Did the Big Bang violate the laws of thermodynamics? Mm -hmm. So the Big Bang doesn't break any of the laws of thermodynamics. (laughs) The two big ones are the first law and the second law. The first law basically says that energy is conserved. The second law says that entropy increases, the disorderliness, the disorganization of things increases over time. So the Big Bang, we don't know if it was the beginning of the universe or not. If the universe has zero energy total, which is possible, then the Big Bang could have been the beginning of the universe, and it could have just been the first moment in the history of the universe without violating conservation of energy, because energy is zero. (laughs) The second law, the entropy increasing, is an interesting case, because near the time of the Big Bang, Entropy was very, very, very low. That's why it's been increasing for the past 14 billion years. So that doesn't violate the second law, but the question is why did the Big Bang have such a low entropy? And the answer there is that nobody knows. This is an open question for cosmology. Why was the condition near the Big Bang so special, so organized? I'm Sean. I thought that. And I think I don't think we're gonna be alive, right? No, we're definitely when, when this, this finds out. But as as uh, human race, and we're really at the beginning of entering space yeah. and doing space yeah, stuff, yeah. right? We're 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 nowhere. Near. I, I have a feeling that Rob doesn't believe we went to the moon. No, man, I don't know. <laughs> um, but we, and when we become more space efficient and we become more yeah. like Star Trek and Star Wars and explore the space, we'll be able to find new data and we'll have other technology Which, that will capture that I, data I, and I, and we will you know we'll be like... closer to answering. That research question. And I feel like Rob, like he asks these questions that no one was really asking, and then he answers them in a way that only points to his point of view. Mm. But the questions are loaded enough that he, that's the way he answers. They're so fucking loaded. But you know, but as soon as you, I, you know, we ask him many questions, very direct questions, and there was only one question you answered directly, which is where the one he loses all his credibility. Like mm-hmm. God can create the universe in front of the microphone. But every other question he either deflects or he answers in such a roundabout way that gets he and the audience get so confuddled with the understanding of what he's actually saying that he says so much yet nothing at all. And this is what this is the problem I had after we did it. We did the interview because I walked away. I actually at the forty minute mark or something like that. You lost it. You were out. I felt deflated. Yeah. My brain was working. I don't know. Like I'm trying to. I'm hearing him talk, and I'm going. Hang on a second. I'm. Let me yeah. just think about what you've just said. And now you've just thrown 
another four or five things on top of the yeah and more petrol to the fire yeah and i can't even i can't even capture what you're saying there you know have, have you ever listened to like a whole alex jones episode nah, i've only listened to bits yeah, clips. and clips and you know what the best way to listen to alex jones is the clips because if you try to listen to a three-hour show i found him very similar hmm. to what rob does he just is, he has the knowledge or he has this understanding in his head hmm. and i tried to sort of say that at the start of the show you've got so much you need to slow down Remember, have you listened to the episode of joe rogan when alex jones is on oh uh, yeah and you know Al- clips yeah yeah but you know i've listened to the whole show and the one thing joe keeps saying to, joe, to alex like no slow down we've got to go back to understand this and we've got to go back and understand this before we go to this bit hmm. and alex is just like you should know this this and that's like no we don't you're coming onto our show you know, your show, your audience might be with you 100 episodes, whatever you've done. You know, you're coming on to our show. We're asking you very direct questions to up us, get get us up to the level of understanding, or at least the le- like, not the understanding level, but how you got to your level of understanding. And that's what we're trying to aim to do. We didn't try to make you look like an idiot. We didn't try to make us sound stupid. And this is the thing about we're us. Very and respectful. We've, we've been complimented yeah. on our interview styles before. We bring people on and we want to understand them. Yeah. We're not, I'm not, you know, yes, I'm an atheist and yes, I love the fucking yeah. fights. But I don't think I came across no. as someone who was, you know, I really want to fucking have a battle for the entertainment. No, no. I think what we wanted more than anything else was just to understand how he, he has an idea. How did you get there? And all he wanted to do was call people who didn't believe in Christianity names. Hmm. And saying that they were stupid, idiotic, because they couldn't answer loaded questions or questions that didn't directly relate to the que- the topics at hand. Hmm. And I found that I'm gonna put it out there. I found it really disrespect. Like when listening back, I found it really disrespectful to to the show. And I and as I say that as a podcast, that is a complete shit show. But it was still I felt at the end a bit disrespectful. Hmm. And luckily after that show. We recorded one with our good friends at karaoke. Uh, yeah, we got Big, Big E on the show. And, it was and I was re-energised. And it was re-energised. Thank <laughs> fuck for that. Thank you, Big E. We love you so much. Uh, but you know what? Christianity uh, apparently is the best. And you know why? Mm-hmm. I've got a clip for you. Isn't the belief itself the works? Okay, let me go back to that one. That you so require? He, he talks about how Christianity, the only thing, why it's the best religion, is that all you only have to do to believe, to, to get into heaven, is believe. Other religions, like, you know, uh, Islam. You know, he talks about Mormons, right? Mm. Hot, he has a hot take on the Mormons. You know, any any not, any person, well, first of all, the Mormon didn't, Mormonism came about in this country, what, like in the mid-1800s, and there was some, what was it, some, some angel name, Maroni or something, who I, I call moron. <laughs> oh, hot take! <laughs> hot take, baby. But... You know, because um, but then you know he talks about how like the Mormons you have to pray, Muslims you have to pray every day, Jews you have to give money, all that sort of stuff. Why is Christianity the best? It's because you don't have to do any of that; you just have to believe. And I ask him, I think a very easy question, which he has trouble understanding why I've even asked it. I feel, isn't the belief itself the works? 
that you require within Christianity? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is, and that, and, and this, that's covered in, in James. You know, and James, James says, faith without works is dead. Okay, so again, <laughs> so in the book itself, and he quotes it. And I had a look at the quote. It basically says that he said the whole way through. Christianity, all you need to do is believe in God. You don't need to do anything else. As long as you believe in the one and only true God and Jesus, his son, and the Holy Spirit, you're ready to rock and roll, you get into heaven. And then he just says, quoting the Bible, which he's been quoting the whole time mm. with all these Bible quotes, I looked them all up to understand them fully, completely. A lot of them he is misguided about. But this one here, he's just proven his whole, com- whole hour of talking wrong by saying that works without uh, the faith without works is not enough and he's just said that and this is another clip he's just said at uh, what jesus said mm-hmm. about it it's okay you know jesus said you know when i return make sure you're working so I think that gets the message across what Jesus was saying. <laughs> hey, could you get that clip though? Now we're talking about the uh, the kids, the kid bops. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, I think we that needs to be in kid bop. You know, this is what kind of shit show are you talking about? <laughs> talking about us, I wonder if there's a shit show. I wonder if there is a kids bop version. No, of, no, of don't that. please fuck no. Don't <laughs> don't you dare bring that shit in here again. <laughs> I'm so glad you hated it as much as I did, Kieran. I'm officially. Out of clips. Is there anything nah, else you want to I'm attack? done. I'm out. Look, thank you for all, if you've made it this far into the show. Uh, we were releasing this one and the episode with Rob at the same time. So uh, I think we'll probably release this one first. And then, this, and then the one with Rob straight after, maybe the next day, to give people a chance to listen to this and then understand, and then that way get the Rob one into context. If you don't want to listen to the Rob one, that's fine as well, because you've basically had it all covered on this show here. It was a very difficult uh, decision for us to come to when it came to doing this. Uh, uh, my my decision comes down to it. Uh, he, he public figure openly came onto the podcast. Yeah, therefore openly available to criticism. Oh, good. And yep. I'll I'll tag him in all these episodes yep. for him to have a listen and, to. And if he wants to, if he wants to rebut or anything like that, he can film something. He can, he can come in yep. after our hundredth episode. That's because yeah, <laughs> yep. we've got a big hundredth episode coming up. We do indeed. I hope you've got things planned because I've got so much stuff already ready to go for our 100th episode. So very excited. But if you would like to send in something about this episode. <laughs> Hang on. We were meant to have a guest with us tonight. Oh, I don't... I, I'll put the clip... You know what? That could be in our 100th episode. <laughs> but if for all your wanking needs, make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Podbean. I didn't even know we were on that until today. Are we on Podbean? I didn't realise. What about Podcoin? <laughs> yes. No. I can't remember. Podcoin is the one if you listen to it, you make money. Ah. Same as Anchor. We're not on Anchor though. Yeah, but no, but the listener makes money on, on Podcoin. Well, you make sure you Yeah, listening. but it's. I was listening to podcasts on Podcoin. Yeah. And then you Not make, much money. You make like two cents for fucking two weeks worth of listening. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think someone worked out the Anchor stuff. It was like, mm. you know, um, someone had done 10,000 downloads same as us and they made like ten dollars or something like that so 
mm. not even not not really worth it. Not yeah, worth it. No, we'll just get we'll just get a Patreon when that comes up for our hundredth episode, right? Woo! Something like that. And if you'd like to send us some hate mail, death threat, or a rant, or send something in for our one hundredth episode, which is coming up, uh, make sure you record it on your phone and email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com. And if you have any qu- questions, queries, or comments or in, uh, want to correct any any inaccuracies of what we've said today about the episode with Rob, especially all of our research that we did. Please contact the CEO yeah. at We Only Do One Take Podcast. Very difficult to get a hold of. Very difficult. But if you make it through, well done. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll make sure he gets it. Make sure he gets it. Kieran, uh, thank you for... This was a hard one for us to put together. I don't know. This is probably one of the hard. I, I, I think I messaged you and I said I've never spent so long on mm. something so stupid mm-hmm. for the podcast, and I feel like today it's all done and we can just enjoy the hundredth episode going forward. I think so. And with that, everybody, we will see you next Thursday for our one hundredth episode. <laughs> to all of this uh this is how slow you need to speak and you definitely need to put four stops every time you know uh and check the, go, go go to your doctor and check you for raspy <laughs>